You know, Sky, there are lots of small towns all along the West Coast, towns that need medical professionals. You didn't have to come back to Rimrock. Her temper started to rise. I chose to, Max. And why is that? My family's here. They've been here for the past seven years. Doc Fletcher offered to sell out. Max smiled slightly, as if he knew something she didn't. He's been looking for a partner for a long time. But I wasn't ready. There must be more of a reason, Skye, he said. And for the first time, she saw a spark of amusement in his eyes. He was baiting her, and she knew it. Don't make more of it than it is, Max. She finished her drink, left a bill on the table, and when he began to protest, she cut him with a quick, scathing look that had kept more than one Randy resident at bay. Look, Max, I heard about your dad. I'm sorry. Are you? His eyes narrowed up at her, challenging her. Standing, she bit back the hot retort on her tongue. Goodbye, Hillary. It was nice meeting you, she said, managing a tight smile for Max's daughter. Are you mad? Hillary asked before Skye could escape the booth. Chocolate and vanilla were smeared over her lips and chin. Of course not. You look mad, just like mommy every time. Enough, Hillary, Max snapped, his face flushed with a silent rage. You hate mommy, Hillary said, and her little face crumpled. Tears rose in the corners of her eyes and she dropped her spoon. No, honey, I don't. Skye felt immediately contrite. What was she doing, letting herself be pulled into some infantile argument with a man who meant nothing, nothing to her? I, I'm sorry, Max, I didn't mean. It's not your fault, he retorted, snatching a napkin from the dispenser and tending to the ice cream and tears on Hillary's face. I, she felt suddenly useless. She was a mature woman, a doctor for crying out loud. She'd worked in emergency rooms, helped save lives, lost a few, told patients when their diseases were life-threatening, and even consoled the grieving. Yet this one man, this one damnably arrogant man and his imp of a daughter, had reduced her to fumbling and stumbling and muttering apologies that she didn't mean. I didn't expect to run into you this soon. Just leave, Skye, he said coldly, his jaw suddenly as hard as granite. It's what you do best. She didn't need to hear anything else. Already a few eyebrows had risen behind the plastic-coated menus, and she felt more than one curious glance cast in her direction. She wasn't making a good impression. As the new doctor in town, she couldn't appear rash or quick-tempered or tongue-tied, or anything but a level-headed professional. These people would have to trust her, depend upon her decisions when they were injured or when one of their loved ones was dying. She stiffened and managed what she hoped was a clinical smile. I'll see you, she said to Max, though the words had a hollow and familiar ring to them. Sure. She walked out the door and into the blasting heat. Grinding her teeth together, she marched to the patch of shade where she'd parked and flung open the car door. She wedged the cat carrier on the back seat and wished to high heaven that she'd never set eyes on Max McKee. Inside the sweltering interior of the Mustang, she turned on the ignition, praying under her breath as the engine coughed and sputtered, then finally with a wheeze turned over. Thank you, God, Skye said, as Kildare mewed loudly. Backing out of the parking space, 
She caught a glimpse of Max's rough-hewn profile through the window of the cafe. Just her luck to have run into him the first five minutes she was in town. She drove through the familiar tree-lined streets, drumming her fingers on the hot steering wheel and half listening to the radio while she calmed down. It was inevitable that she would see Max again, and probably better to have gotten it over with. This was a small town, and now the ice had been broken. But her hands were still sweating as she turned down the familiar little avenue.